0: Buenas noches, buenos dias, boys and girls, children of all ages, all around the world. No matter when, no matter where, you may be h- hearing us. Happy Monday to you and yours. It is a great Monday. It's beautiful weather here in East Tennessee. Today we got a couple days uh, here in the 60s and 70s. And then for the baseball this weekend, they're telling me it's going to snow and be cold and get cold again and... Gonna look like the basketball vols being on the last six fifteen of the game with Auburn. It's a shame uh basketball games aren't thirty five minutes longer. The Vols would have won that one.
1: The big freeze out.
0: And I was on snap alert on Garza Law. Tennessee basketball overtime. If you uh my friends from Garza Law, if you um if you care, if you're so inclined, so, isn't that something? Hard to watch, guys. Hard to watch. You, you know, um, uh, Brian, we, we've dutifully done a show after every game this year, and that was a long 21-win season of college basketball. Brian Hartman. Yeah, it's um it might be the
2: least excited you've ever been about a twenty one season in the history
0: of the it's, program. It's unreal. If that if that makes any sense. It does to because those poor guys were literally unwatchable at times.
2: Well, you know, even before the tough February stretch, mm-hmm. it just seemed like they were they were a chore to get through their games.
0: Yep. We were on here. We were on here as a two seed when they were a two seed. Talking about why didn't anybody appreciate them? And people gonna say, well, they don't appreciate them because of the way they finish the season, and that's not. I mean, that's just not the case at all. It's not about. You that. Know, it, 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 sometimes you have to be at least. Semi-fun to watch. Let me read something you guys. I'm working on for the blog tomorrow. And you tell me if this rings true. By the way, Evan Russell, uh, t- my friends at TLD Logistics are going to present extra innings with Evan Russell. The baseball balls are streaking right now on a win streak. And what is the win streak at right now, Brian? 11. And we're going to talk with uh, Evan about what we've seen what he likes, what he doesn't like. We were just talking about what a players coach, Tony Valls is. He said, Tony, you know, because of COVID the last couple of years, he had 45 guys in the dugout. He said, Tony somehow has a way of keeping them all happy. He said, which I don't, because I was telling him about texting with Tony the other night during the MMA deal and how into it Tony Valls is. And I was watching it with my lovely daughter, who stayed up and watched the fights with me, Bino. I mean, she's a keeper. When you stay up and you watch the fights with your pop, I mean, and she said, Dad, this is cool. I said, yeah, i am introducing you to it. It's pretty cool. And she's watching yeah, my neat. text. Yeah, yeah, it's fun stuff. But um, he said Tony Valls gets on there in front of the guys and rolls around on the mats with people, Bino, like he uh, MMA fights. They have the mats there on the, on the ground. He said, yeah, the, guy, I, the guy's just himself around those kids, he said. Did.
1: We got anybody that's in Tony's white class?
0: Well, I told him, <laughs> next time Tony's on, I'm going to declare him the featherweight champion of the inner sanctum of Lindsey Nelson Stadium. I don't know if we can get a belt made for that, or how we can work that out. Y'all tell me if this rings true, because i I got the going on a uh, I got the going on a um, tangent the other day, post game, which was. Do you guys want to guess in two basketball games how many fast-break points we created against Auburn? Would either one of you like to venture a guess at that? Two
1: games, well, Brian. I know from listening to the post-game show that it was zero right. on Saturday. And in that first rock fight... I'm going to get, I'll say four in two games.
0: Uh, The answer would be zero.
1: Dang, overrated again.
0: Now, my question is, is that fun to watch? I mean, I don't want to beat on this topic, but I want to go through this. Because I wondered aloud. Did they score in 18 games? Did they score a hundred Did they score a hundred points? And so Brian, we're going to total them up today on the air. you're going to help me. Are you ready to whittle, Brian? Because, yeah, I'm
2: always ready to whittle
0: i I just want to say <clears throat> I just want to say today, and I didn't mean to snorkel there, but I'm really glad everything's blooming here in East Tennessee. When your nose is my size. You get a little bit of everything in it during the day. A little bit of uh, pet dander, a little bit of uh, pollen, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Shell branch. All right, Brian, let's start with the Ole Miss game. And these are fast break points. Are you ready? Very respectable when Tennessee was going well. I wish Barnes would learn from this, but he's not going to learn from this, because when they were playing their best basketball, even in the league, they were creating fast break points. But he's he's Mr. Stuck in his ways, and he, he's going to take, who can take a 20-win team and suddenly not make it seem worthwhile? I mean, he's the Mary Tyler Moore of college basketball. At Ole Miss, Bryce starts the season. Back on the 28th of December. Eight fast break points. You whittling, Bri? You got it? That would be... Uh, I'm going to fly through this. Eight. You ready? Yep. Add them up here. Mississippi State here, six fast break points. That's 14. At South Carolina, eight fast break points. That's 22. Uh, versus Vanderbilt, six fast break points. 28. Kentucky, the debacle here, two fast break points. You're at 30. At Mississippi Mistake, four fast break points. You're at 34. At LSU, we had a high point, ladies and gentlemen. Ten fast break points. Oh, wow, you're at uh, 44. My calculator's going to explode. Here we go. Georgia. Four fast break points. You're up to 48. At Florida, in a loss, zero fast break points.
2: You're stuck on 48.
0: Auburn here, zero fast break points. You're still stuck on 48. At Vanderbilt, Rick Barnes, you stubborn mule, in a loss, two fast break points, you stubborn mule, you. You've hit the 50 point mark. Congrats, Coach Barnes. I'm a half a hundred on him, like it, it only took, that was only the uh, 10th SEC game of the year. Missouri in a loss. Do you see a trend here, sports fans? Three fast break points in a loss. Three. Where are we at, You're Brian? You're up to 50, 53. Uh, Alabama in a win. Two fast break points. You're up to 55. At Kentucky, in a loss, two fast break points. You're up to 57. At Texas A&M, in an unwatchable loss, four fast break points.
2: You're over 60. You're at 61.
0: South Carolina, in a win, even in a blowout win, only six fast break points. They don't even run in those games. Six fast break points. 67. Arkansas. We've reached Arkansas. Seven fast break points. Seventy-four. And then Auburn zero fast break points. How many are we finished with, Bry? Seventy-four. In and eighteen, if you count the Texas game. That's seventy-six. They only had two in that game. In eighteen games, Bino, Jeff Henderson. Have you ever in your life heard of anything like that? That's that ridiculous and stupid. No offense. You, you will choose. You will choose to not take free points. You're that good, Rick Barnes. You're that good of a coach. You will choose. That is choosing to not take free points. Well, Lottie freaking Dottie. I wonder why we don't win in March. You're not going to take any free points. You're that good. And by the way, your team doesn't get to the foul line. You talk about something I'm over, I'm over that. That's stupid. I, on this show we've always done through the years when I'm, when I act stupid, I call myself stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid basketball. Oh, Tony, it's a whole thing. It's stupid. Don't tell me. I just watched, and I talked about every game after the season, I can do this now, because I spent 90 minutes, sometimes two hours. And it's enough. Enough already. I'm sorry. You've taken 21 wins and made it unwatchable. Why? You don't even run. You don't even look to run. How many fast break points, Bry? That's uh, 74 and 18 conference games. Bino, is that excusable? I mean, you tell me, Bino. Am I wrong to criticize that? Uh, no, you're you're not wrong at all, Tony. I don't. Um,
1: uh, I think I've in. I mean, this is even outside of the offense. This is this is defense to offense, which uh, when you're as good defensively as Tennessee is, you'd think you'd have more fast break points than that. Uh, I don't care where the turnovers occur. You, you should have more than that. Um, uh, I think it was two, three games ago I texted a group of buddies of mine, and I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I think the text was, I'm so sick of Barnes' offense I could puke.
0: Yeah. Well good for you. I mean what is this guy doing?
2: You know, I'm gonna go see how much they got in non conference play.
0: I got it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because when you're playing the hoopties when you're playing the hoopties, the kids wanna run. It that the kids don't want to run. And see, the Vanderbilt game, everybody, and I talked about this in the postgame show, everybody bagged on that freshman for not laying the ball in. You know why he didn't lay the ball in? It's just not how they play. See, that's a realization I came to down the stretch. When you have a team, after that win at LSU, which, by the way, they haven't won a game on the road, kudos to them. In six weeks, in six weeks, they haven't won a game away from their building. In six weeks. A- and caduce. If that's what you're into, caduce to you. I- I'm all for it. After they won that game, Brian, at South Carolina, they went 4-2-0-0, two, zero, zero, 2 3 2-2-4, two, 6-7. Two, and then zero. And they wouldn't have won the Arkansas game without the seven, by the way. So my question, Bino, is now that it's all said and done, the regular season, and you look back at, at, at the Phillips kid that obviously wants to play downhill and fast, which I noted in the blog today, which I give the guy credit for, Whose fault is it, Bino, that that ball wasn't laid in Phillips, or that head coach that coached it out of him? Obviously, no offense to the coach.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure on that, Tony. But I, I yeah, I, I think I think in most in most offenses uh, that would have been automatic to take those points. It, it would have been. Ingrained in the player to take those points, but. It's uh, a point. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, it, I don't know, but if you force me to, I'd say it's probably kind of ingrained in him not to score
3: there.
0: Barnes. Hey, uh, Barnes has made it so murky, Bino, right? Ordinarily, got, ordinarily, 100 times out of 100, you'd blame the player for that, right? But our sports watching yeah. and watching this team as a whole, I could make a credible argument just like Beno said, that this guy imparted that into that kid, either subconsciously or consciously, because this is the way we play basketball. We get a turnover, and we don't run to the other end and lay the ball in, like everybody else does. You, you watch you know, that A&M team. Brian, they ran up and down on us, lay up. Layup, layup,
2: layup, layup, layup. Did you treat that to maybe being tired? Because they had 20 fast break points against Austin P. and they had 10 against Arizona.
0: Well, we're going to go through it now. No, I just think in the non-league, he plays looser. And when they get into the league, they play Barnes ball. And guess what they play when they get in the tournament? They play looser. Now, you answer this. When they get to the... Big tournament. Do they play looser or do they play Barnes ball, Brian, when we get to the big tournament? Which one?
2: They don't play. I don't think they play looser.
0: I uh, know. That would be a negative. It would be fun if they did. Because, look, if I'm going to go out, I want to go out shooting my shot. I want to go out running. People say, well, Tony, but what about the defensive metrics? You're, you're, you're. Screw those metrics. This team, borderline, crashed and burned at the end of the season. Because they weren't creating anything easy let's go to the fr- let's go to the front of the schedule against Tennessee Tech sixteen fast break points versus Colorado in a loss Rick Barnes three first fast break tony has noticed a trend here versus Colorado in a loss three fast break points Florida Gulf Coast eight fast break points butler seven u s c seven those are both wins. Against Kansas, one fast break point. Very good win. We buck a trend there. McNeese State, 16 fast break points. Alcorn State, rest in peace Steve McNair, 20 fast break points. Eastern Kentucky, 16 fast break points. Maryland, one of the ugliest games maybe to ever live. Six fast break points. Ten versus uh Arizona, like Brian said, in a loss, which was a great basketball game. The balls got up and down and ran and that kept them in the game. If they had their zero that they or two that they had in uh SEC play, they would have gotten blowed out of that game. Twenty against Austin P and then they got in a league play and it just went Okay, 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 okay. No. And then no 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 yes and then no. They had like one acceptable showing, and it was against Arkansas. I'm sorry. You're playing Division I basketball. I, I know you believe in your defense. I know you're like the defensive guru of all time, which I'm sick of, by the way, but more power to you. Please score some easy points. I mean, there's, there's a reason that those numbers are counted. There's a reason that's a counting stat. I'm looking at a specialty track stacker that has points off turnovers, points in the paint, second chance points, fast break points and bench points. There's a reason that's one of the five categories that people look at being star. And we choose we choose most nights not to participate in that number. And I've never seen anything like it. We I mean the guy won 21 games doing it, but it's no wonder it's unwatchable. And it is, by the way, unwatchable. No offense, not trying to offend anybody here, but the season's complete. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. It's 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 unwatchable is what that is. It's stupid. You played Auburn twice and you didn't score one fast break point Rick Barnes in 80 minutes of basketball? What in the hell is that? It's 2023. This is not 1954 and there are not peach baskets on each goal with telephone poles that they're attached to. What are we doing? George Mikan is not walking back through that door. What are we doing? See, I think this
1: is a cumulative effect, Tony, because this is no different from any of Barnes' teams. This is what Barnes' teams do. They don't get easy buckets. He's a grinded-out basketball coach. I guess it's an acquired taste, uh, that I've never acquired. But that's what his teams do. That's the way they've won all these years, and he's not changing.
0: Well, it's no wonder the people at Texas, because we couldn't see it from 10,000 feet, though they were winning all those games. You go, how do you get sick of a guy that wins like that? But, you know, I'm telling you right now, and I think some of it admittedly is what happened with Roger last week and just my nerves, and this show reflects how I'm feeling. I do not get on here and lie. People think I do. I don't. 'Cause if I wanted to, I'd sit here and go, Well, let's grade the team and blah blah blah. And I'm just, you know, I just wanna I just wanna rip a team that doesn't score a fast break point over the weekend and then look at what they did down the stretch and go, I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. Even even the Barnes lovers out there would have to admit that in your last since that Texas game, when you go in the fast break category, zero zero 2, 322 2, 0. 0 Four zeros. Even you will have to admit that that is asinine and stupid on you ten know, continents. They, it's they're going to shoot, they have to shoot 45%
2: or better to beat good teams. Why? If they, can't, if they Why? insist on not getting fast break points, or at least maybe not purposely, but not getting fast break yeah. points consistently.
0: And, and, Brian, we blame the Phillips guy. Because he doesn't go lay the ball in, which, by the way, is something we've never seen in our lives, any of us. doesn't matter if Don DeVoe's here. Uh, it doesn't matter the guy that preceded Ray Mears. Y- you steal a ball in the open court, and you run the other way, and you lay the ball in. Except for this guy's team. This guy. This is the, you know. But he won 21 games playing this way. And they figured out a way to uh, to quote the late, great Donny Hathaway, to fool the tricks of time. Because they figured out a way to fool the metrics. Because this team, though they continue to lose, Bino remains in that Ken Palm right up there in the top six, seven teams in America. Now, do you think they match up, Bino, you know, when you watch them with their metrics? Are you kidding me? Uh, no. I, I've, I've said from early on, Tony, that
1: this te- the metrics has this team vastly overrated. Uh, They just have too many offensive deficiencies. I don't care what their defensive numbers say. Uh, This team um, has been overrated from jump.
0: And look, I'm not... And I appreciate how hard they play. But that one facet, that one number was worth camping on for a segment. For us to say, can we please alter the way we're playing Because playing that way, they're going to walk right off the plank, Rick Barnes. This season is going to end pretty quickly. If you guys don't figure out a way with your coaching staff to get some easy points, this is going to come to a close very quickly. You are not going to beat teams that matter not scoring a fast break point. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how great you are. I don't care how many games you've won. It is not going to happen. Pack light. If you continue to score zero fast break points, pack light. Because cause I'm looking at what you did this year. I'm just looking on that one cat. I'm a simpleton, okay? I'm looking at that one category, and you all are going to go home very quickly. Go ahead, Brian. Does he have much, much help on his coaching staff? Brian, yes. Yes, he does. This is the way Bino told you. It's the way he chooses to play. Bino, this is by design, yes or no? By design. This is his offense. Thank you. This is by design, Bri. So, yes, the answer is yes. You think the other coaches want to sit there and not run with the ball when they force a turnover? Or when you have a, a lot- trap and you steal the ball? You think they want to choose to just get all bogged down all the time? Now, I'll say this for Saturday. Saturday, the offense looked really good at times. The problem was you didn't get anything early in the first 35 minutes. So in the last five, it was all up to you executing. See, if you'd have had six or seven like you did against Arkansas, six or seven fast break points built in there, when the lead was three with six and a half left, you could have had a nine, an eight or a nine point lead. Then you get home with a win. You can still do your not scoring in the final six thirteen from the field, which is a patented thing, but that happens all over college basketball but the but the the decision that we're just not gonna play and score anything quick, which is a decision, obviously, your numbers since the since the l s u game where you had ten of them are four two zero zero. Two, three, two, two, four, six, seven, and zero. That says to me, we have decided we don't need to do that. Well, guess what? It ain't working. It ain't working. You have not won a game away from your building. A game. Away from, in a league, despite what Jimmy Dykes wants you to believe, in a league that's not that good. Now Jimmy Dykes wants you to believe that it's better than the Big 12, and, and Jimmy Dykes needs to get I don't know where his office is, but he needs one in the SEC headquarters, because he's a sheep. He's a sheep. He's another guy I'm sick of. He does every one of our damn games. I mean, he you talk about a guy you're sick of hearing, and I'm sure he's a swell fella. God, what a sheep. What an SEC shell. Where is Harvey Schilling when you need him? Because that's his cousin. That's Jimmy Schilling. Was Harvey Schilling, Bino? Was he, a comm- he wasn't a commissioner of the league, was he? Why do I remember that name? Who is Harvey Schilling?
1: Seems like he was, Tony, but I'm I think not he was. sure of
0: that. I think he was. One of those Olympic guys. Harvey Schilling. What's his cousin, Jimmy Schilling? You ever heard a guy show for the league like Jimmy Dykes? I know Bino's getting ready to tell me he doesn't hear the announcers, right? You going to tell me that?
1: Uh, I can't help but hear Jimmy Dykes, uh, unless I'm just muted. He never shuts up. You talk about a guy that went from real good at something to real bad at something real quick. It's him.
0: Yeah, When he first started, he was kind of understated and just did his thing. When he told when he said during that Auburn game the whole time that even if Auburn lost that game they were easily in the tournament. Now come on. Now now there were a couple results that happened late Saturday that kind of helped Auburn even mm-hmm. if they would have lost would have would have bolstered their argument. But to make it sound like that Auburn team that was completely absurd. The last month of in the last month of SEC basketball. Oh man, I'm telling you, this style of basketball, I'm gonna snap. You got this Phillips guy who's totally athletic, totally bogged down. You space Shack guy who's totally athletic, totally bog. Ba- don't tell me they don't players that can run. Vesco can run. We've seen him in the open court. He's, he's smooth. He's flashy. We choose not to do it. It's, not working. It's not working. Y- you tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm wrong. It's not working. Brian, what's our record? The last eight games. I think it's like three and five. It's not working. When's the last time we won a game on the road, Brian? What was the date of that uh, game?
2: That was, that was uh, January 21st.
0: Uh, that's not working. <laughs> Between us friends, that's, that's five weeks ago, y'all. That ain't working. That, that's called, this ain't working. So we continue. We'll get some calls in. Evan Russell coming up next hour. Our friends, uh, and, and I want to thank them because it's been, um, we are really, really excited. My friends at TLD Logistics are excited to present. I think it's the third week for Evan of uh, extra innings. Brief timeout. We continue with more on the other side after this. (laughs)
13: This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5, on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
5: Coming to Star Theater in Pulaski, The Play That Goes
14: Wrong, March 3rd, 4th, 5th, 10th, and 11th. When a ragtag theater troupe attempts to present your basic murder mystery, everything falls apart and quickly descends into a rollicking comedy so bad, it's good. Showtimes are 7 p.m. March 3rd, 4th, 10th, and 11th with a 2 p.m. matinee March 5th. For tickets, visit startheater.org. Don't miss The Play That Goes Wrong, March 3rd through 11th at Star Theater, east side of the
8: square, downtown Pulaski.
14: This is Clayton
6: Harris and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
0: Tony B back with you. I'm you know, I'm sorry for being who I am and just not coming on here and going, man, we won twenty one games. That's a great regular season, but went from two in America to fifth in our conference virtually overnight. And I know they had injuries. But the philosophy of just deciding not to get easy baskets is stupid. Now, they've done all this with the number one defense in America. They held teams to 36.4 field goal percentage and still don't run. You mean to tell me there aren't any long rebounds to kick out, that you can just get down the floor and get a transition three, get an easy bucket? Nothing. Nothing. Like, um, we looked it up, because Houston's number two in that stat. And so Brian just looked it up a second ago. Houston against Memphis in a close win over the weekend. You know that Memphis club has really had a nice year for themselves. And they're in the tournament. Memphis in a tight game. Houston with a, had ten fast break points. That's what it all looked like. You should be in double figures. You should roll out of bed in double figures. I mean, this ain't that hard. And, and I just want to apologize to the living listener for getting on here and being whiny in the first segment. It's not my intention. But I'm borderline. I, I, this guy's former basketball. He's taken this Phillips kid who's a really nice athlete and turned him into, I don't even know what, the, what he is. What are they doing? What is that? great defender he's a great defender on the offensive end i mean i put him as one of my bright spots in the blog today because the way he defended and how and how uh active he was trying to be on offense but there's nobody there with him and being i know i sound whiny i i'm like on snap alert on this basketball team and i shouldn't be they've won 21 games What's wrong with me today, Bean Star? I tell you, we we've, we've talked time and time again
1: how coaches have a certain shelf life, unless they're just hugely successful. Um, you you just tire of what you're watching. Um, so it's it's perfectly natural, and I. I think that Barnes is suffering a little bit from the same thing that Fulmer suffered from mm. toward the end of, of his tenure. Uh, people had kind of grown tired of what they were watching, and then all of a sudden, Bruce Pearl comes in. And he's got an exciting new type of approach uh, that that just draws you to it. Uh, and, and I, I think that it caused people to tire of Fulmer even quicker because of what was going on on the basketball court. I think because of what now is going on on the football field and on the baseball diamond is causing people to cast a wary eye at Rick Barnes.
0: It's
2: really- I uh, I just looked. Houston, Houston in their last five games mm-hmm. has had 10- 10, four, 21, 17, fast break points. So you add that up. 10, in, in five games, 10 that's, uh, 24, 45. That's 62 fast break points in your last five games.
0: Give me that again. 10, 10, 24.: 10, 10, four, 10, 10, four, four,
2: 21, 17.
0: Yeah, and that's the way it ought to look. Some nights you're not going to get any. Okay, that's fine. Some nights, some nights, you're just, you know,' just not going to present itself. But that's the number two defensive team in the country. But they score easy points. One team's number one in America. And one team, one team's like literally getting choked out like a weed down the stretch. That's what we're doing. Let's go to the phones. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm tired of it. You might call me today and so well, you're tired of me. Fine. And then I'm a whiner. Fine. Uh, Derek Dooley noted. But Bino's right. It might be the fact that this football coach with this new approach, who crossed the diamond with the pearl, turned it on the world, and turned the world around. It might be that you're juxtaposed. And then I look at our baseball team, and I'm like, man, this is fun. Baseball team doesn't have the the Evan Russell, all that flair they had last year. But they're fun. They're still fun. That basketball team, if I wasn't in the business I'm in, I would watch them half the time. Because that's about what it's worth. It's not entertaining and it's not fun. I'm sorry. And I didn't do it. This guy's form of basketball of we don't take a fast break point when it's there is no fun he ought to put his own country album out called no fun allowed that's what it that's the title of it because it's not fun it's not fun and you know looking back at his eight years here he had one fun team one fun team well two fun teams in eight years that's not bad i mean it's 25 percent of the time rest of it not no not much not much Tony, I want
1: to throw something out here real quick that I've wondered about and that people have asked about. and uh, I, I want to credit uh, Matt Dixon. He sent me to a site called barttorvik.com. Uh, uh, there has been questions about uh, how Rick Barnes teams perform in close games. Uh, and they have a close game category. And I'm sorry, I don't know how they define that. I don't know if that's five points or less. I don't know if that's... I don't know, but it's close games. In eight years here, Rick Barnes is 37 and 35 in close games. Um, And I don't know this for a fact. I'm guessing that's probably pretty much an across-the-board 500 stat for most coaches with outlier years where years they're bad at it and years they're good at it. Uh, But uh, that's... Just throwing that out there with drawing nothing for he's 30 his teams are 37 and 35 in eight years he's been here in close games but you
2: figured that in those games you're going to go 50 percent of the time
1: yeah, yeah. I, I figure Brian that's probably that's probably a an good across number the board
2: 50 percent stamp yeah. for
0: most coaches close that's probably a good number back to the phones we go March is getting ready to happen here. And unless they figure out a way to create some easy points, can they shoot well enough to win? You know, they shot 48% the other day. 47% still lost. You know why? They didn't score any fast break points. I'll help you out with that. Nothing. Zero. Nothing easy. Let's go to the phones. And I'm a little tired of it so there there is that hello and welcome into our next call
3: Tony my good friend how are you this how are you today Hey
0: Billy how you doing buddy
3: I'm doing okay breaking news breaking news breaking news from the NFL network Derek Carr is going to sign with this team'll win the Saints Go marching in. That's interesting. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Oh, Lord, I want to be in that
0: number. When the Saints go marching in. I'll put you down as somebody not, uh, not turned off by the basketball season, the way you're singing. And by the way, uh, there was a beautiful picture of you at Rogers Memorial last night, you and Roger, that they uh, had on the... Uh, uh that they had in the in the video tribute to Roger last night. So you, oh, you, great. you made the ceremony, Bill. That's great, buddy.
3: Um you know you know, on another on another note, I would not put Rick Barnes on the list of favorites when it comes to head coaches over there at the University of Tennessee. My number one favorite would be Coach Tony, which is Tony Vitello. Yes. And another one I would probably put on there would probably be Josh Heupel.
0: That would be a really interesting thing. That would be kind of cruel to Barnes, because I don't think he'd fare well on that. If you put, like, the four main coaches on the campus and said, okay, rank them in terms of... uh, I like, this is my favorite coach and go one to four. I don't think we, I don't think, uh, Satco and Co., I don't think those guys would, would, would like how that's going to go. And, and, and to, and to Bino's point, when you get eight years into something and it's Groundhog Day, that's how it's going to be for most coaches. And that, that analogy you drew, uh, Bino was really great about Filmer was long in the tooth here. Barnes comes onto the campus with his, Barnes was doing it Pearl. Saturday. Did you guys see the video coming out of the Auburn thing when he went over and hugged Charles Barkley, and that other guy that they had courtside that they honored, and Pearl was over there with that with that man as well, honoring him in the moment and 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 all the gesturing to the fans and all that whatever that is Pearl does. What you used to call it like um. TV uh, evangelist stuff, you you said, yeah. which, which is yeah. accurate. And I mean it's you know if
1: you are I I do, think, I do think that a coach that engages the fan base and loves on them uh, will will typically get more patience than one who doesn't. It's just not Rick Barnes's thing.
0: And, and Bill, I'll say this. Karen Weekly has had a great season so far. She's got three stud pitchers they went out and got, and they're balling Bill. So you're going to have to eat some of that, Bill, as the spring goes along. And I hope you're ready. Well, I hope you're A, Bill. Re- A, Bill. A, Bill. A Bill re- I hope you're ready because yeah. Sean Adams did not appreciate that imitation of her that you did on here. <laughs> Tell well, the living listener mom. what your imitation is of her when they get to the softball tournament.
15: <laughs>
0: you're out of here. Get our next call in. Hello and welcome.
15: Hey, Tony. It's Marty.
0: Hey, Marty. You're live on a Monday. Welcome in.
16: Good. Hey, hey, Bino. How y'all doing? Um, We're good, Marty. Thank you, sir. Good, good. couple, two or three things. Um, I've heard over the weekend, and I guess I missed this in the past, Calipari, I heard Calipari was instrumental in getting Barnes here. Had you heard that? Is that true?
0: I mean, I don't know. Those guys are pretty close. So and it's a small business, so that wouldn't surprise yeah. me. I hadn't heard that, but Calipari may have reached out to some Tennessee people. These people all know each other. It's it's an industry like any other industry, you know.
16: Oh yeah, they run in the same circle. Sure
0: they do. Sure they do. And I'm sure in their industry, because those guys, those two guys, are fond of each other. I'm sure, in, like in any other industry, you've got people that are your real rivals. You have people that you have friendly competition with, and then you have people that are somewhere in the middle so i'm sure that might have happened where barnes said hey or cal said hey that tennessee job is open rick you really ought to you'd be good there man and that's a good job hey hey tennessee was tennessee's fortunate to have rick barnes but he just chooses to not score fast break points marty and it's got me on snap alert because i can't take it anymore marty i can't either buddy and um you know, hit the nail on the head a minute ago, and
16: I know it's a terrible analogy, but I mean, well, at the time he was a safe, clean, conservative hire because you know things going on in the program, um, you know, football team. I think even was you know having ups and downs at that time, and then you know, with um, you know Pearl, what happened there. So he was a good conservative, clean hire that they knew you know could probably get him twenty wins, could probably get him in the tournament each year, and they knew not to expect a whole lot more than that but um, being know melted I mean it's kind of like a can of soup or a can of beans in your pantry there I mean it's, it's past the expiration date you keep it a few extra months because you know it's still good but um, I'm up I, I'm sorry I you know yeah I know he's a good guy and all that he's got a good history coaching but it's time to throw the those cans out
0: uh, no that's not true guys now now being tired of a guy, or being tired of a style is one thing, but saying it's time for him to go—that's not true, man. I mean, this because guy wins. Do you went, think he'll change?
16: Do you think he'll change next year? No,
0: he's not going to change. But but he wins too much.
16: But 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 we just want somebody to get you know us past the first weekend, you know, in, in March. I mean, well, that's all we ask for that you know as fans.
0: We're having two different. You and I are having two different. I'm not saying fire. Like we're having two different conversations. I'm saying I'm sick of watching this style of basketball, but I'm not saying I want him gone. Now, Bino, are you saying that? Because I'm not saying that. I just want to say for the record, I am not saying I don't
1: think that. he will change him, No, you know? no, I'm I'm not saying that. But I, I'll say this, Tony. Uh, years ago, years ago, yeah, I I stepped away. I never should have been in it. I stepped away from ever trying to tell someone who they should or shouldn't want as their coach. Uh, the the only uh, Barnes is not my cup of tea either.
17: Mm-hmm.
1: He he doesn't. He doesn't check almost any box for me except his team make make the tournament year in year out. And the only thing I've ever cautioned people is when you got a guy that makes the tournament every year, be careful what you wish for because those guys aren't automatically replaced.
0: Does that make you pause, Marty? When you say you compare him like an old can of beans? <laughs>
16: Yeah, I mean, it, it does. it's just, I'm sorry, it's just, you're right, the baseball and the football you know, um, excited,
2: and the basketball, you know, was kind of... The
0: bummer. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Thank you, Marty. Good talking bummer. to you. It's a bummer, man.
2: Okay. Yeah. Go the ahead, ball's Brian. are ranked 297th in Bass Break points this season. That They barely make the top 300 My out gosh. of 360-something I mean, teams.
0: Why? 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 Why would you do that? Why?
1: Who does that? Where is Tennessee in steals? I know that's never been a big part of his defense, even though his defense is real good. They don't take chances. So I I wonder where they rank in steals. Because generally fast breaks come off of steals.
0: Back to the phones we go. We'll get our next call in. Tony Basilio show on a Monday. Hi.
15: Hey, Tony. Hey. Uh, it, is there gas in this car? Is there gas in this car?
0: As a ca- uh, call back to you. And the record. people, and by the way, the people down the hall know who you are, Coach Barnes. <laughs> Careful yeah. what you carry.
15: Yeah, because the man is wise, and uh, we are going down in my eyes. I uh, There's also a cool record named, there is a record named No Fun Allowed by Glenn Fry. he uh, after he left the Eagles, he was. I guess he had been constrained so long. Title was for so long. Zach and Elizabeth and, interesting. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for um, opening my eyes. The scales fell from my eyes on Saturday after that. Whatever that was, um, because y- y- you know you and Brian were running down the stats, and I was like, yeah, that okay. Well, that's a good. That's good, and and I'm like, oh yeah, but, you're right. I, we don't we don't transition. We don't take what we do. We don't take well what we do on the thing that we live on and make our money on. On one end of the court, we don't take that and turn it into, you know, seeable, cheerable uh, events on the other end of the court.
0: Don't even try. Is your point. I know. And- There's no athleticism in what they I mean. I I get the whole athleticism of defense, and the Phillips kid's a great defender, and sure, you know, and and the kid that's now with the Portland Trailblazers was a great defender, and he was here. But we want to see these guys yeah. run a little bit, and you know, play at the rim, and lay the ball in, and do athletic yeah. things. It's you know, you Instant. know the, the the Tennessee basketball team is like watching women's basketball on offense. If that's your thing, yeah. If that's your thing, yeah. good for you. How many dunks do we have? Do we have 20 dunks this year, Bri? 30 dunks? How many dunks? Most teams have a three or four well, a night. Most of those are like in a half-court set when they lob the come or something And like that's that. my point. So, yeah, and you might get one a game, maybe.
2: Yeah, Brian. Uh, well, maybe two. But Houston, Houston has 212 fast-break points in 18 conference games. Hello. Uh,
17: I'm
2: 18, that's nearly 150 right. more than what we got. Most
15: of those dunks, and I'd say half of those dunks are like inbound lobs to to Kamwa, and and then that's when he's you know that's when he's deciding to play you know that's when he's deciding to play offense. I, I, I was watching uh, this dude I went to high school with, Mike Morrill, coach UNC Asheville Bulldogs mm-hmm. uh, yesterday into the tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was great, man. The, he, yeah, they they're pretty good. Uh, I get, and and uh, yep. but it's it's really because of the emergence of Drew Pember who we had and was a total wallflower, and then went, you know, I know it's obvious. They're not in played. yet. they got to
0: beat my Chattanooga mocks tonight, big boy. They're not in yet. Don't count your chickens, big They actually, boy. Oh. They, are they are in. They are oh, in. Oh, he's cross. crossing conferences. They're he's in the Big South,
2: con- Yeah, they, so, Chattanooga like, plays six. Furman in the Southern Conference title
0: game. Okay, thank you. Pember's guys came from way back yesterday. You are right, yeah. sir. Pember, I'm sorry, Pember's guys were down double digits with 6 minutes yeah, like left like 12 points right and they went 14 yeah. points i think it was 14 points they were behind and they by. had a kid go off and score like 19 for him down the stretch barnes ball that eight right there barnes mm-hmm. ball that, that ain't.
2: yeah that's what i was going
15: to say that's why we the, the games that we've won what we what we've been able to do is build up 12 14 point leads and then just ride that out and you know and win by 9 10 if we're in a close game, that's why I like these last few games when it's been around six minutes. I, I go walk around the block eight for eight or ten minutes because we're not winning these close back and forth games. We're not going to win a 65-63 game if it's 59-58 with, uh, you know, two minutes left. It's just, uh, and I don't want to fire Coach Barnes, but, uh, or get rid of him because we, we could go into the Valley. Uh, but you're, you're right. And, and like I said, the scales fell from my eyes. And, uh, I, I, I think I called on, on Saturday and I was like, you know, I've, I, I just noticed so many times this year where we'll turn a guy over at half court and, uh, Zeke will be there and yep. let be on his wing and they'll wait until hey, everybody comes down. Guys, yeah. And so it's just, dumb. It's, it's, it's making it un- it's just unfun basketball.
16: Yep. And, uh, hey,
0: you know. hey, hey, when the Phillips kid, if he played for any of the 330, oh. whatever there are, programs in college oh, basketball, would have run down the floor and dunked that ball. But because yeah, he hard. plays here, because I'm, I've come to the, the conclusion now, and it took me six weeks to get there, that because he plays for Rick Barnes, that's why that happened. Yeah, and yeah, we've yeah, never hard. seen it before. And I'm trying to be fair to this head coach, but the numbers tell me that is being fair to the head coach. The numbers are telling me that is being fair to the guy. And Zach, I appreciate you. Thank you. And you're uh, you're on the list for the copper card call today because presented by my friends at Calhoun's because you cited a couple of great lyrics in the middle of your phone call, which is always a, a way into my heart. Hour number two. Evan Russell will be by at the bottom of hour number two. uh, As we will, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics, do our extra innings. In the meantime, we're talking about the Tennessee basketball program. And the fact that they, another lyric for you, they just make it so hard. They just make it so hard. And it doesn't have to be that hard. They're so good on defense. They don't even try to get easy points. And I'm sick of it. It's, it's borderline unwatchable. I'm calling, I'm calling an ace and ace and a spay a spade today. And remember to have your pet spayed and neutered, Bob Barker, after this. This is Terry Wilcox,
3: a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee.
13: This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
7: Come to the
1: 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee,
0: starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31.bill.com.
11: Columbia's own 7th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Tournament returns March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex. Come see the Lady Volunteers face off against Austin Peay starting at 5.30 p.m. Opening game, Columbia State versus Motlow College at 1 p.m. Food trucks on site and parking is free. Tickets are $10 and sold exclusively online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Or check out the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation today. The Mid-State Classic, March 15th. See you at the game.
7: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.
0: We have a special request from the mid-state in honor of Coach Barnes. Here you go. Hang on. What we do. Walk bottom off the floor. Nothing, because we've gotten the fast break points. This, cheerleader, she's over there, ain't got nothing to cheer for. We don't run, we don't run, because I told my team to walk this way, play this way, walk this way, play this way. I told them to walk this way, play this way, walk this way. And play this way. Now, now give me a kiss and get back on defense. And get back on defense. Get back on defense. Like this. So we welcome you back, 865-200-5402. And one thing about me, when, when when I get ignorant on here, I can get very ignorant. So that is a gift of mine. And unfortunately, I'm on snap alert on the basketball program in Barnes because it's stupid. I'm sorry. They won 21 games and urinated me off doing it. I'm sorry. And I should be happy with 21 wins. I'm acting like a jerk. You know, um, I know that. I miss
2: the days when we could read rep's recitations or whatever yes. it is. And yes. Now we've done, a, we've done that on our own team.
0: Yes. I'm acting like a spoiled brat on here today. And I know I am. But it's dumb. The number two defensive efficiency team in the country, Houston, we just looked up, who, you know, they're number one or two in America, whatever, has scored 212 fast break points on the year. To Brian, total up how many we have on the year. We had 75 in the league. Now, we had a bunch in the Let's non-league. See. but you, you We had 76. Don't, 76. Don't, don't add, don't add on the air. You're going to kill me if you add on the air. And then I'm going to snap on you. Hello and welcome into our next call.
14: Hey, Tom, it's Rusty. Before I get into it, I wanted to, to, to ask Bryony, how much did you love seeing Liverpool score that touchdown on United
0: yesterday? Brian, the Liverpool touchdown on United. Seven, and I didn't two. see the game, but I saw the score, and I think that's got to be some kind of a record
2: for a worse loss worst? by by a team in the Premier League. It's Man
0: United's
14: worst loss in Premier League history.
0: I would imagine somebody's going to get fired after that. I like how they fire their managers over there. You All talk time. about some itchy trigger fingers.
14: Yep. 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 Jurgen, Jurgen Klopp has been the manager of Liverpool for like since 2015. Managers get fired monthly over there in yes. some clubs. It's crazy.
0: Yes. It's like Shevchenko, Shevchenko being a champion for five years in uh UFC all over the weekend. That you don't hold a title for five years, but go ahead, Rusty. I'm sorry.
14: Oh, my buddies. Lost. So many of my buddies had big parlays with with her being the last leg, with the the her fight being the last leg. You talking about the the female that lost, right? Yes. Oh, and they were losing their minds because I mean they were all like she would. Oh, uh, they were. It was hilarious. Not not that I wanted my friends to have
0: misfortune, but that was a great card the other night. Those of you who watched yeah. it, great card.
14: So um, I said the other day that part of our I, – I guess I made it seem like that our problem was the guys we had. And I don't think that that's – I think the guys we have do lend us to the fact that we're not very good in the open court. Um But it's also Barnes in the way he does things. But we had a ton of fast break points when we had Kennedy Chandler to just outrun everybody down the court and get layups. Or when it was Jordan Bowen was a one-on-one fast break. I mean, we've had – under Barnes, we've had guys that – just made a fast break themselves. I think what happens a lot with us, what is the way we turn
0: people over a lot? I don't like the violations. questions. You tell me. Go ahead.
14: Shot, shot, shot clock violation.
0: That's right. Yep. Which, means it's, which means
14: it's not a – we don't live ball turn people over. We turn people that was over by, point. By, yep. by grinding them up. Do you know who has, a, who has a basically same fast break point number as us after Brian brought it up to 297? I went and looked. Us in Virginia – are almost
0: identical in our fast. Break that makes football. total sense with their pack line. And guess what they are, Rusty? Unwatchable. Unwatchable. Just like we are. We're the worst. We are. If your goal is to be totally bored to tears, winning twenty-one games. More power to you. Congratulations. That's what that coach just did. It's un- It's not. A, it's not entertaining. It's not fun. I mean, you got my sports have to be a little fun, because you know what? My life is mundane. I, I i want to turn on like when I watch a uFC fight here at night, Rusty, some cards are better than others, but at least I know I'm going to get a couple bangers in there. We don't get any dunks. we have Division one athletes, Rusty, we don't dunk a basketball. What are we doing? I think we
14: had, think we had three the other day, and it was Colis one uh Phillips had a thunder dunk where he where the lane opened up some yes, and he threw one down that's right yeah he needs to, he needs to be getting lobs and getting. Plays that that lead to him. Problem is, I don't know that Key and Santi are good enough off the bounce to like draw defenders and, and get him lobs and get him open enough.
0: Well, the crazy thing, thing is, when ZZ was here, he still wasn't doing it. And and you know, look, it looks like women's basketball on offense. And if that's if that's your thing, if that's what you want, everything's below the rim. It is what it is. I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, I- you know, got we had we had Tony Bennett on here. Um. And
1: he's fantastic. I love to listen to him. I love him. Uh, but I would rather, I would rather talk to him every day than see his product.
0: No doubt about it. But, you know, he's a great guy. He's a splendid guy. He call, He told me off the air. He said, "Listen, man. Anytime you guys want me, call me." He said, "I really enjoyed talking." Now I don't know why we'd have him on, but he said, "Anytime you guys want me on, I, I would love. I'll love to talk basketball with you." Splendid guy. I mean, in my years of doing this, that's happened a handful of times where somebody will text you back or call you back or whatever, and Brian knows that happened, and and literally his teams are unwatchable. Beautiful guy, though. Great guy. I would not watch that. I wouldn't cross the street to watch Virginia play basketball. The way they play leads to, leads to two possible outcomes. <laughs> yeah, and one of them they cut the nets down one year, and one of them they got beat by a 16 a fifth, seed, right,
14: Rusty? That's it. That's it. You win a national championship, or you lose to a sixteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, buddy. You, you read my mind. Nope. It's it, it. You can get beat by anybody, or you could possibly win the whole thing. So playing playing that way, and it's ugly and it's awful. Um, I think I think how many how many fast break points do we have against Arkansas? Seven. Seven. We, uh, we, we got a we got a steal. Sonny sprinted down court and yeah. pulled up a shot of three. And you know what? And
0: seven to run. ten would be a good number. I'd live with that. I wouldn't say a word it if should. you had seven to ten a night. That's what you
14: should
3: do. It
0: should be, it should be. But we have to start turning people over with our guards to
14: get those. And that's what we did it against Arkansas. They against did. Argosall they trapped coach. a couple
0: times. Yes,
14: they, they trapped and we forced turnovers out front and we ended right. up with easy basket. This guy refuses
0: we to gamble. Up. Yeah, we that's my problem no, with we, this guy. He's way. He's like a football coach that's way too conservative he ref- and bino's right you can't juxtapose him against two coaches that make him look worse than that baseball coach who they gamble too much for me on the base paths and and then you have uh and then you have that football coach who wakes up gambling i'd hate to go to vegas with that football coach because i would hate to watch him gamble because i bet it's crazy <laughs> how much money he'd gamble it if you turned him loose and left him to his own Bobby? devices
14: He's splitting queens at the blackjack table all night.
0: No doubt. There is no doubt about it. That cat woke up all in. And, Rusty, I appreciate you. Thank you. Rusty had some great points, uh, Bino. And, look, I know I'm being too hard on Barnes. I know I am. I know I'm being emotional. I'm aggravated today because I just can't take it anymore. And this is the type of time of the year where we should be really excited about watching our team play. And I'm just – I'm like – How are you going to win when you're not creating anything easy offensively? You shot 49% the other day and got, or 47% and got beat and and did so many things well. You go back and look at that box score. did so many things well, but no easy points again.
1: I don't know. He might put a, a little bit of salve on the wounds, Tony going into the because he is going in now to what he's been better at here than any coach in our history, and that's playing in this SEC basketball tournament.
0: You I know, I, I, I know think why. there is no. I doubt. don't know
2: why, but that
0: is his forte, Mister.
2: They'll be uh, th- yep. They'll be favored by double digits to get to Saturday in both games, Brian. If what I saw is we, right.
0: we put it on the blog today. They're going to be favored in both games. There are 14 and 11, and over that uh, Missouri bunch, they're in a 10-point favorite. You can go read the blog today, Team Orange Throat lays it down today across several sports, including making the point about this football scheduling, when we get around to talking about it, that anything Nick Saban is against, we're for Orange throat, that's a great position statement. It's kind of a great way to approach life. For instance, Nick Saban's against a work, play, balance in anybody's life. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against joy. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against smiling. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against holding a newborn baby or a baby. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against a beautiful spring, sunny day and a stroll in the park and just enjoying yourself and God and nature. He's against that. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against the crack of the bat, the smell of the popcorn, taste of a good hot dog at a a baseball game. I'm for it. Nick Saban's against the... The wonderful backlit sunset skyline. Cause he's too busy drawing up bow plays. I'm for it. Let's go back to anything else. Beano, that Nick Saban's against that we're for. And by the way, Nick Saban's against the new scheduling apparently that's coming down from the league. He doesn't like his three permanent opponents. That Brian Hartman pointed out. One he's been one they've been playing since the beginning of time. One, Auburn went to the state to fight to get them to play them at Auburn every other year. And then the other one he's bitching about, LSU, they've been playing them uh, since pre-black the uh, athlete in the league, which I call the modern era. So are you kidding? Peace out, Nick Saban. Peace! Is there anything else, Pino, that he's against that we're for that you can kind of think of? I think that's a pretty thorough list that
1: you threw out there, Tommy.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome in. I'm in a really repugnant mood today. Hello and welcome man. Uh Bobby, what's up guys? Good good afternoon. What's up, brother?
9: Uh I think Nick Saban is pro uh pro uh, Soviet Union. Pretty sure about that one. Uh he runs his program like the Soviet Union. You agree?
0: <laughs> he looks like Brezhnev back in the day, look them up.
9: God. That was good, Tony. Thank you. Um, I, I uh, You're talking about Rick Barnes and, and and the team not pressing. You guys had mentioned that uh, Houston gets up and down the court a lot. And then uh, you, you said something earlier, Tony, and I did look it up and I hadn't heard it yet. Um, Tennessee averages exactly the same amount of steals per game as Houston. Eight point five.
0: You know how can that be?
1: Yeah, that's that's surprising to me, Roberto. I I would have
9: thought that uh, that they would have quite a few more steals than us. We're top thirty in the na- we're number twenty nine in the nation. Actually, we have two more steals on the season in the same amount of games than they do, but it's averaged out to about the same. So let's just say we're top we're number twenty nine in the country in steals per game at eight point five.
2: I guess our Opponents
9: are all great at transition defense. Then, right? Suddenly, Ex- exceedingly apparently. What's crazy to me, guys, is we have athletic bigs too. Sometimes, if you don't yep. have athletic bigs, yep. you don't want to run the court. But yep. we have athletic. Come what can run the court? Yeah, Adu can run the court. Our worst. If if you said the the five guys we were playing the other night against Arkansas pretty consistently were were essentially. Adu, Walker can run the court a little bit, but let's just sideline him for now. Adu, um, and Kamwa, uh, Vesco, uh, Meshack, and and then you know we kind of had the Phillips Triple J thing. Then I think in in that way they're kind of the same player a little bit. I, I would give Phillips more on run the runouts, but let's just say that's your five guys, give or take. Right? There's only one position on the court that we're not gonna outrun the guy who's guarding them. And that's a point guard, ironically. Vesco's really not probably going to outrun a guy. Nope. But if Triple J's bringing the ball up, Vesco can break to the wing, and you could have a spot-up three-point shooter, which is his game, none of it makes any sense. Which
0: I've is what he did against Arkansas. The By the way, that's what it's they exactly They trapped twice against Arkansas and created, and, and created easy baskets. And guess what the difference uh, in the game was? Just a little oh, defensive Tony. wrinkle. Just a little. I'm not asking for a lot, Rick Barnes. Show some damn life, please. After, Show some life after, every once in a while.
9: Yep. After after uh, ZZ went out, and that really sucks, and that's going to hurt us eventually because we can't handle. But after ZZ went out, at, after that game, I, I said to anybody that would listen, all my friends, I was like, we have to get out in transition now. And they're like, well, he's he, our point guard's gone. I'm like, yeah, exactly. We have to beat guys down the court. We're going to be very athletic. And and the last thing you want is to have to dribble against the freaking press. We don't dribble against the press. What we need to do, everybody and their brother is going to throw a press at us the next two weeks, okay? Triple J needs to be the point in the press, i.e., somebody inbound to him around the top of the key or the free throw line and let him turn and pass the ball because that's how you beat a press. But when we get the opportunity to score, score freaking points! because we don't and you have to score to win and i'll leave it with this guys i've been saying it for three years rick barnes you cannot fire anybody says that they're crazy can't fire him because he keeps getting in the tournament but he is in fact mark rick barnes
0: god they fired him down there they fired mark rick eventually at georgia and i would ask them was it worth it because they've won their championships but it's coming a cost Look at the last 12 months. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're live on the Tony Basilio Show. Hi. Put the black curtains back up, Tony. You're wild today, Tony. (laughs) Well, if I'm wild, Bino's wild because Bino's agreeing. Your boy Bino over here.
20: Let me ask you a question, Tony, if it was Steve Forbes over there and they and they had a had a worse record, would you be on him that bad
0: if they had zero fast break points and were that unwatchable? I just said I wouldn't enjoy watching the guy at Virginia play you
20: mean you wouldn't enjoy winning a national championship uh, playing at that style? no.
0: I, I uh, just find it I find it boring. Good, I, well well listen, thing. listen. I don't have to worry about Rick Barnes doing that. Okay? And neither do you, for that matter, Freddie. So don't give me don't come with that. Okay? I'm I'm ta- let's keep the focus on where it is here. Well, never this guy this guy's getting ready playing a tournament he's pretty good in. Then the following one where you gotta create some things and get some easy baskets every once in a while. I'm not worried about our team right now. After what I saw Saturday, Freddie, for, if you want to get on here and you want to defend scoring, how many? How many uh, in 18? Just because you want to be a contrarian toward me? Whoa, whoa, because you want to be a contrarian. I'm, just, I'm no, looking at a, I'm a record. Looking I'm at looking at seven. How many fast break points, Brian, in 18 games? 74. Yeah, I'm looking at that, Freddie. You know, uh,
2: Houston, they had 206 total, and Houston had 212 just in their 18 conference games.
0: I'm looking at going 305. Uh, th- I'm looking at uh, going 3 and 5 down the stretch, Freddie. I don't know what you're looking at.
20: Well, I'm looking at a record. Was it 22 and 9? 21 and 10. 21 and 10. We, and we lost they, two games with buzzer beaters, and Vesco hits his. Free throws. We win those. We played without
2: what you know, two starters in I, the game. If if they if they don't get beat at the buzzer twice, if they if they take care of Kentucky at home and lose the other games, do you think we're still what's our conversation like right now? What's the tone of it? But you know, we they didn't and it is. I think
20: just let the let the season play out, Tony. Good night. I mean, you're the only guy I would know
3: some kind of stat like this. Whoa, whoa, like whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I was not let the season play out. Oh, come on. I mean, now you, now wait a second. You be fair with to me. You, Tony, you, you, you lived through some bad whoa, whoa, basketball. Whoa, 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 be fair now. I never said anything about. I'm no Barnes apologist, but I just think you're overreacting. Really.
20: You enjoyed sir You pulling out some some stat? But really?
0: Big I'm pulling deal. out a stat. I'm pulling out a stat. Okay, let's. We we'll lose it. two buzzer beaters. Hey, I don't need we'll everybody to agree. two starters. I don't need everybody to agree. I don't need everybody to agree. That's fine. We played Auburn twice. Played 80 minutes of basketball against them. And we have okay, Tony. This is just like that. This
20: is just like that. Seth Stevenson. You're just going to go on and,
0: and, and on. By, and and by and by watch. and by the way and by the way, I criticized Tony Bar- Tony balls last year when they got beaten. Yeah, uh, I
20: didn't say Tony Valls. I said oh. that Seth says Stevenson. No, that's not the base. Fair. You that's went on days fair. about that. You like cheap, cheap shot at happen. Rick
0: Barnes. I mean, you huh? cheap you cheap shot at Ray Mears. For crying out loud! I
20: cheap side Rick Barnes, I called him weekend at Bernie Barnesies.
0: Well, that wasn't fair.
20: I just think this is a kind of a dumb topic, to be honest with you. Beano's a
0: dumb topic. Beano, dumb topic. dumb topic. Yes or no? Uh, I, no, I, I don't think it's a
1: dumb topic, Tony. I, I I think that your hackles are probably up a little higher than they should be over that, but the the overall thing for me is uh, I, I do not like Barnes' offense. I don't like his offensive approach. I never have. It's just not my cup of tea.
0: Would you rather go back to buzz ball? Those are your only two choices, Bino. Buzz ball and Barnes ball. No,
1: absolutely. Uh, 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 Freddie, uh, you haven't heard me say uh that I want Rick Barnes fired. you yep. just all you've heard me say is he's not my cup of tea. Nor no, heard me I, say that. Absolutely nobody wants to go back to Buzzball.
0: That's that's I'll say this. If this guy fails to get to the sweet sixteen this year, he will have accomplished in eight years what Conzo Martin accomplished in three. So and you won't argue with that, Freddie, you argue, but that will be the number. I'm not a Barnes apologist. Hey, Tony. I'm just telling you that, I'm giving you the numbers. You want to get just thank you. And we grind it out. We grind This guy missed his calling. you have been a great barista. Grind those beans, man. Grind them into the ground. That's all. Anyway, Tony, I'm I'm sorry to hear about Roger. Oh, he's such a sweet guy. He was a good a good soul. There were so, so many great people there last night that came out from the audience. Different uh, hosts of different shows were there. It was, that's a beautiful thing right there, man.
20: He is a beautiful person, Trevor. Oh. I wish we all could be like him. Oh. Oh. You know, I remember not that day on the, I, I asked you mm-hmm. if uh, you got anything for Roger for Valentine's Day. You said, uh, I think Goldbrook Joe got him something. He mm-hmm. ca- came on later and he said something. He laughed about my call and he said he wanted to say hi. And, and he said hi to me. And I, I wanted—I I, I meant to get on him, tell him he was my favorite caller. And uh, yeah, he'll be missed. Good soul. Oh. He's in heaven. He, w- he wouldn't
0: want to come back he's in heaven no and, and me and Lammy were, were uh, out, the, out crying about it last night Lammy was there and I said Lammy why is this thing hit us so hard man and he said because in your life if you're lucky you know one Roger you got one, one guy that shines a light on you like he did and that is the truth that is yeah. the truth so, thank you, thank you, Freddie. I, I've always loved you, man. I, even you know when, I love you, too, Even Tony. Even when you are unfairly giving me a difficult time. Thank you. I know, brother. Tony. Thank you. God bless, brother. God you God. have a good day. You, too. 865 200 I can't
1: believe anybody would call in here and accuse you of going overboard on things, Tony. It's an outrage.
0: Yeah, I'm, I've never gotten emotional. I've never gotten emotional in my life. By the way, guys, the numbers are out. The numbers are out, and here are the numbers. And then we'll go back to our phones. Let me get a caller there. I'm a you're in staging. You know who you are. SEC twenty odds are out. To win the tournament, Alabama is a three to two pick, an overwhelming favorite. Tennessee with the next best odds at five to two. Kentucky nine to two. Am five to one, Auburn 12 to one, Archie 12 to one, Missouri 30 to one. Bino, who is your choice from the outset of this deal?
1: I don't like the way Alabama's playing right now, but they seem to find a way to win games anyway. Yeah uh, I think those odds are pretty much spot on.
5: And I would put
1: Tennessee based on Rick Barnes' history. Uh, I would probably put them where they have them at the uh, second best odds to win the tournament.
0: So I want to you know, thank. This the- uh, I want to let me say one thing, Brian. I want to thank Elon Musk for while we were live on the air, locking us out of Twitter, sweetie. If they want to follow along the visual over on Facebook, where do they find us? What's the uh, Facebook account? Tony Basilio Show over on Facebook is where you can find us now. Again, Tony Basilio Show over on Facebook. Um, and you can just look at my my beauty. I look splendid today.
1: Did you just, while discussing Twitter, call your lovely wife Sweetie?
0: No, I said Sweetie. You heard Sweetie. I wish I was that creative, but go ahead, Bry. You were saying. Uh, this is the first time,
2: I think, since maybe 2017 that they've had to play Thursday in the SEC 20. Well, Remember,
0: they earned it. The 2020
2: team had their game canceled, so I don't count that. They would have played Thursday at
0: noonish. ish. Uh, you can count that, that. year. That, that's but, not the way you finish the season. Yeah, but. It's been a while. They're usually not in this situation where they've
2: had to win four games in four days. So TLD. It's interesting. It's interesting. Their numbers that high, despite the fact they've got to win four and four.
0: TLD Logistics. Well, that just goes Good to show point. you how underachieving they are. They underachieve. This. Good point. Well, you just can't. You just can't give away games to two teams. You wind up tied with. That's kind of not how it works. Yeah, they're they're a two. They were the second or third best team in the league. A&M's probably better than the Vols. Alabama, A&M, and the Vols are three best teams in the league, and Tennessee finished fifth. Hello and welcome into our next call.
17: Hey, Tony. It's Holly. Hey, Holly. Hi. Welcome in. I. Uh, it's interesting that you just mentioned that they aren't they a fifth seat for the tournament? They I, are. Not, I couldn't believe it. I thought, here we were, number one or two, a good decent run in the season, and we're fifth seed in the SEC tournament. I just couldn't believe it. Aggravated me. So i kind of aggravated like you are. But I think I keep going back and thinking, why, 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 other than obviously Coach Barnes is traditional old defensive coach and all that. Yep. But I swear to you, I may sound real stupid when I say this, but I think he's overdosing on all of those statistical analysis. I really believe that. You know, it's common knowledge and, uh, gosh, in business especially, in anything where st- statistics can be manipulated to justify positions. And, you know, I just wonder how many – I know he's got those young stat jockeys yep. that are there, four or five, maybe even more than that. And they are – I don't have to be there to know. They are feeding him data like crazy. And, you know, it's almost like a drug dealer sending, you know, a junkie a bunch of free drugs, you know. And, you know, you look at the stats and you go, okay, that works, that works, that works. Well, okay, that definitely play a part in it. But now that we've, we're we drilling down on so much of stuff because we've got all this artificial intelligence and so forth and so on. So we drilled down. I just think it's, uh, I think they're forgetting that there's some things outside the metrics that, that uh, you know, interact in the game. I mean, you know, obviously emotion and injuries and all that. I mean, they take account for the injuries, I guess, in the, the statistics. But I cannot figure out why something so simple as running down the court and making a quick basket, you know, like you all are talking about, it's just not part of the repertoire. Forget statistics when that Mm -hmm. is something you can do. It blows my mind because we know he's a a very smart coach. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. But I'm thinking all of those points that we could have made on all of those games, what would our season record be maybe if we did just a
0: little bit? Just a little bit. See now, Freddie Jack, Freddie Jack, I want you to understand this is what a great call sounds like. Not your call. Your call, not a great call. This is a great call. She you are exactly right. If you just did it a little see, what they've learned is how to game the system. Um over there with their analytics and what they do, and they've learned how to game the system and stay relevant in the eyes of the computer. Because Holly, if they're a top five team in America, I'm six feet six inches tall, okay? With a, with washboard abs, okay?
17: has been up all year.
0: Give and they've gained the system. That's exactly right. They figured out how to manipulate. And I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. You and I are singing. The, you and I are singing off the same songbook. And I credit them for figuring it out because that's what does your seating now. When you game the system, that does your seating. But if you ran a little bit, we could have some fun watching our basketball team. Because right now, who they're fun to are the stats nerds. This team's really fun to the stats nerds. They can sit there and look at what they do and the defense and the defensive efficiency. Hey, hey, Holly, defensive efficiency is not fun to watch. And neither is baseball when everybody's striking out all the time. This analytical sports thing... I'm going to jump off because it's no fun.
17: Well, last night I was, uh, my husband and I were sitting watching and uh, or we were looking at all the stuff. And Ken Palm announced or put on Twitter all of his different um, statistics for the tournaments in all over the country. Of course, I don't really keep up with uh, all of them, but it was, I was interested. I was thinking, okay. So oh, here's this. It had it lined up where, okay, they'll make the first round, second round. Now, this is in their, like, the SEC tournament. This is not NCAA. And then the statistics that they're going to make it to uh, the final game and win it. And it was, you know, down to, okay, well, this one's got 53.1% to get to the final game and all this stuff. And I thought, okay, I know statistics are important, but how sad is this? And that we're all looking at this. And maybe, man, I quit looking at it because I was thinking, I have followed this metric stuff all season long. And it has its place, but it's messed everything up. Get out there and play basketball. I just don't get it. And maybe my brain's not big enough to figure it out, but I don't get it. And I just, I wish Coach Barnes would just, I wish you'd relax a little and just get out there and have some fun. You know, we keep hearing from Tony V. Yep. I know it's a different game. Yep. And, you know, but I tell my little nephew because this, because he's a baseball player. I said, essentially what Tony V has said in the press anyway is we're going to work like a dog, practicing and getting better and you guys are going to do stuff on your own and go to the weight room and be the best you can be. And when it's game time, go out there and have a ball. It's recess.
0: Boom! And Holly, and if it was recess, the Phillips kid would go down there and dunk the ball 100 times out of 100 like you would playing for any other team. People say, Tony, you're picking at the coach. You and Holly are picking at the coach. Holly, we're not picking at the coach. That is the I truth. I I, lo- I like him, too. I want him to succeed, but you can't do that when you're bottling up your athletes. It's just not going to work.
17: But have fun. Have it be recent. That's right. I love- in fact, I called my nephew last night because he gets a little nervous when he gets up to bat. and We all he's do. A young boy. I've been trying to say to him, you know, put in the work. This is what Vitello said. I don't know. He said it sometime this week, I think. And I said, you listen to him. You you love him. Now, this is what he said. Did you hear it? And I said, so go out there and butt your butt and practice and do all the things right. And then when you get to the game, it's recess. Have fun.
0: Holly, yeah. I got to run. Great call. Freddie Jack, she just took you under wings. I hope you learned something. We come back. It is T L D Logistics, extra innings with the great Evan Russell. You will bow your head when you say his name. But one of the things we're going to talk about with him is how Tony and Bino said that he, Bino noticed something that Tony did an adjustment yesterday. That we're going to lead off with with Evan, and we're going to visit with Evan because Tony has a way of getting those guys to kind of relax. Now, did they tighten up last year in that in the uh, in the game with? Um, uh, In the in the series against um, Notre Dame, sure. I mean, but when you put, you know. But at the end of the day, more times than not, his teams gonna play pretty loose, and gonna give a pretty honest account of who they are. As we continue on the other side, right after this.
8: Join us on April 21st at 7.30 a.m. for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is going to be an annual event. It'll be hosted by the Tohee Golf Course on April 21st, starting at 7.30 to noon. Proceeds from this tournament will go towards the academic and athletic opportunities for our students at Columbia Central. Please contact Ms. Christy Smith at Columbia Central High School or Dr. Mike Steele, the principal at Columbia Central High School. Hope to see you out there to celebrate this amazing individual for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble.
12: This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Parts Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
0: Ladies and germs, it is now time to go into parts unknown. And we were visiting uh, with uh, ER here as we do a little um, EI with ER. And it is presented by our friends at TLD Logistics who want to remind you that, first of all, we celebrate Tennessee baseball with them weekly on here. And we're going to take you uh, into our overdrive, overtime, our general deal. But let's go ahead without further ado. Cue the music. It is Evan Russell time. It's time to talk some baseball. time for EI with ER presented by TLD Logistics. It's Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings with Evan Russell presented by TLD Logistics. Online at TLDlogistics.com. Well, Evan's had to play infield, outfield, and catch, and when you're a catcher,
9: you basically are an expert pitching coach on top of knowing that position real well, and then a tremendous career as a hitter, so he's about as well-rounded of a guy as you're going to get. He's really going to, I think, have some insight on locker room or kind of looking out on the field and maybe picking up on the fact like, man, this guy wasn't nervous or this guy was nervous. This guy didn't react very well to a bad call. Uh, if he'll be natural and authentic to who he is, which is why he's so fun to be around, on the air, somebody's going to have to give him some money to keep him around because he'll be phenomenal at it.
0: Now, let's get in the game with Evan Russell and the team at tclub.team. Beano Jeff Henderson, is Evan Russell, in your humble opinion, in the right place if somebody's going to have to give him some money to keep him around? Has that been, Beano Jeff Henderson, your experience?
1: Uh, Evan, good luck at whatever that new place is.
0: <laughs> as, we, as we are proud to be joined by the great Evan Russell, TLD Logistics, so much more than a trucking company, everything, whatever your challenges relating to shipping, call TLD Logistics and let them figure it out online at TLDlogistics.com. And Evan, you know, life is about challenges and how we deal with our challenges from day to day. And... Let's start here. Tennessee had a, a rather eventful week uh, one week ago when we were when we were visiting Tony Valls was suspended. Uh Maui Ahuna was still ineligible. That didn't break uh till we got uh done doing what we're doing and and then they just proceeded to go out and play the week like none of that had ever happened and for whatever reason it seems like tony since he's been here and you were a part of this they deal with distraction better than anybody i've ever seen
19: well josh elander is i think nine and oh when it comes to filling in as a head coach <laughs> so clearly they have something going on um in the coach's locker room to, to have everyone have some confidence even whenever tony is out but i do know from a player standpoint that Every single person in that locker room loves that head coach to death. and So no matter what's going on, um, everyone knows that Coach Battello has their back and they have his. So whenever it comes to taking care of business, whether he's on the field or not, it's going to happen just like you saw this weekend.
0: Evan, would you mind taking some calls this week? We haven't done this until now, and I didn't even ask you off the air. Are you, are you averse to that, or are you up for it? No, let's do it. All right, so Evan Russell appears on the TLD Logistics Hotline. If you want to call in... And, and we'll, we're going to talk some Tennessee baseball here as we get into our overtime segment for the radio listener. We're going to be leaving you, but you can find this conversation at tclub.team and wherever uh, you find podcasts because we'll break this out as well as part of that. So wherever you find your podcast, Evan Russell's going to join us every Monday. Matt Dixon's is also uh, getting ready to drop uh, another uh, TLD Logistics short porch uh, podcast based on the weekend of the week that was and then the week that's about to be. Um, so, Evan, let's talk about, if we can, you were talking about these distractions, uh, or I was bringing it up. Does Tony create distraction or is it a mix of Tony and the players? Because you, your first year here under a different coach was rather serene. Let's go ahead and start there
19: right so I, I don't know if tony creates all the distractions but it definitely finds him um and, and i think that goes with the style of how he coaches um how the players play how he allows the players to play and, and how everyone can be themselves we live in in such a world where we got to be politically correct and everything and even on air and in front of the cameras and, and during the game you have to abide by the baseball rules but um, Coach Vitello allows everyone to um, be respectful whenever respect is due, but also be yourself, and that allows players like Drew Gilbert and Christian Moore, people like that, to to allow them to be comfortable in tense situations, and I think that that helps their game.
0: Yeah, like I got a baseball buddy who's been in it forever, and he says, "Man, i don't the how this Christian Moore guy doesn't get thrown at.
19: He is something. I mean, he's super talented." His antics can come across pretty rough to other teams, yeah. but I'll tell you what, um, everyone in that locker room loves him, and he, he's a great teammate. He might not appear that way sometimes, but he is an a- absolute great teammate, and he's he's one of those people you love to play with.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you about Tony because Holly brought something up and in our previous segment about – she said Tony says it all the time, which is –
5: Join us Saturday, March the
17: 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars.
10: This is Dr. Mike Steele.
8: Tune in to American Steele, a weekly discussion of topics and events related to the challenges in our world. Listen as we examine the path to relevance and truth in our society and culture. You can catch the show on 101.7 WKOM at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Also, we can be found online at WKOM Radio or on Twitter at WKOM WKRM. See you on Sunday.
3: All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Welly, and I've got our very favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And as always, uh, you have some great, great specials for us. So uh, what do you got this week coming up right now?
20: All righty, well, this week we have fresh ground beef, $2.79 a pound, whole ribeyes, $4.99 a pound, strawberries, two for four, bagel soft drink, two liters, four for five, and Dasani water for five ninety nine. But we also have a special go. Going on right now while supplies last beef tenderloins 9.99 a pound for a whole tender and 10.99 a pound
3: for the fillet wow well, what a great deal that is uh, people need to come in and get that and as you said that's while supplies last so people need to hurry over and again as always you guys are seven days a week 7 a.m to 9 p.m right there in west 7th street so uh, you have a great day and a great week and again thank you and thank all the great people that work there and uh, we'll talk to you next week okay
5: all righty thank you
2: I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when
8: someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.